This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the game is afoot as the PCs begin their investigation to find out which bank is going to be robbed. So book one started out with a really big bang where they went on a breakneck pace and just had fight after fight after fight. And wow, that was a lot in book one. I really liked it. Book two starts off very differently. They know there's going to be a bank robbery, but they don't know where it's going to occur. Now, from a role-playing point of view, this is very hard. <laughs> this actually is one of those very hard things to do well, which is investigations. Now, investigations, if you think about it, are nothing more than PCs need to get some information, and that's it. I mean, reality is they could just like go somewhere and I can just give it to them. I can make this as easy or as hard as I want it to be. It's not like finding a monster where you actually have to physically defeat a monster or go through a dungeon where you actually physically have to go through a dungeon. This is just done with pure role-playing and storytelling and that's it. And if you don't do it correctly or well, it can seem really cheesy or poorly run or poorly earned by the PCs if you don't do it correctly. In reality, it's just information, and I as the GM can give this information out whenever I want. I actually know exactly what they need to do, but that is the beauty of Paizo. Paizo is very good at running these investigations. What they do, and for those of you who want to do this on your own, I would really listen to these episodes and take some notes, but what they do is a couple things. First of all, they gate the information. What that means is that there's these gates in front of the information, and you have to go through those gates to get that information. Those gates will usually be combats or skill challenges, or my actually favorite one is where they have to do a favor for an NPC to get the information. An NPC might say, hey, listen, I have that information, but I need you to do this thing for me, and then I'll give you that information. And that way, you have little mini quests within the adventure. And then they kind of forget about, oh, we're just trying to find out some information. Now I can focus on these mini quests. And people like mini quests. And if you look at this, what this ends up being is lots of little gates and lots of little conflicts in which the PCs have to overcome. And then once they overcome those, they get the information they need. Otherwise, I tell you, going into a library and just rolling checks for like 10-20 minutes to find the information you need is really not that much fun. However, I will say you want that in there as well. And why is that? 
because not everyone likes to roleplay. And sometimes people build skill monkeys. A skill monkey is a PC with a trillion skills. Now, if you're someone who has a skill monkey character, you want to be able to use those skills. So you want to mix it up. You want to make sure you got a little bit of fighting in there. You want to make sure you got a little bit of roleplaying in there. And you want to make sure you have a couple of roles just using your skills in there so that everyone gets a chance to shine during the investigation. If you make it all one thing, then the other two people feel left out. If it's all combat, then the skill monkey and the role player feel left out. If it's all skills, then everyone else feels left out who doesn't have a lot of skills, which, to be honest, is usually a majority of PCs. So in this case, Paizo does a really good job of mixing it up, and you're going to see that. They also help out a lot by kind of breadcrumbing it. They give you an idea of what you're supposed to do. They give you some places to investigate, and they say, look, we already did the hard work for you because I tell you, that's really hard to do. Like, it's like, you don't want them to go into town and just say, okay, find what you need to do, go, that's it. No, don't do that. That's really hard to do. Give them some breadcrumbs. Just say, look, we found some information. Here's where you need to begin, go. And in this case, they have six items and they can go in any order of those items. So they have six places to investigate. Each one will be a different piece of the puzzle. And as they investigate each one, it'll start to come together and then they can finally figure out what they need to do. And then they piece it together and it becomes a big challenge and a big fun puzzle. As I said, I'm kind of rambling a little here, but investigations can be really, really tough if you don't run them well. But this part of the adventure, I feel, was really well done. And anyone who's interested in running investigations or writing your own investigations should really listen carefully for the next couple of weeks to see how this unfolds. And you'll see exactly how they get the information while being challenged throughout the entire time. It's uh, really well done. I really like it a lot. The other thing I also like about this book, and well, the series in general, which I still think is an excellent, if not one of the greatest adventure paths I've ever read, it's really good, is they just mix it up a lot. There's a lot of different role-playing styles in this adventure. It's not a pure dungeon crawl, or lots of role-playing, or lots of traps. It's everything. It just has everything in it. And it's got lots of cool situations that you would never be in as a PC. Now this part, like being an investigator, this comes up. I've seen this in many adventures in the past. They don't have to actually be Edgewatch to do this. But some of the other things that are going to be coming up, well, such as stopping a bank robbery, I've never seen that before. I've never even seen anything like that before. So that's going to be really fun if they eventually get to that point and they have to figure out how do you stop a bank robbery. So it's going to be awesome. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So show notes should be pretty quick this week. RPG Superstar coming along swimmingly. I am continuously updating and designing the pages. They're almost ready for me to show you, but we're still fine-tuning them, so can't show them to you just yet. We are about 80% done with the monsters. The second part of the book, which has new rules, is also, I'd say, about 75% done. I'm going through a new iteration of the rules and checking it all out. We are almost done with all of the artwork, and now, as I said, we are doing layout. So hopefully this will be ready. Again, I'm trying to have the whole book ready and maybe even being sold at Gen Con, which is now in September, by the way. And I don't know if anyone else is planning on going, but I'm planning on going. Like, I don't know about any of you, but I'm planning to go to every single convention I can find. If there's any convention anywhere, anytime, any place that is live, 
I am going. In fact, I was away last week for the first time in, well, I guess a year and a half, and I completely forgot how much fun I have at these things. I had such an amazingly good time just being away and hanging out with friends and playing games that I am never taking it for granted ever again. I am always going to go away whenever possible to any convention I can find for the rest of my life because I didn't know how good I had it until I didn't have it at all. I am never ever not going to do that again. Anyhow, I am expecting to go this year in September and I can't wait. Also note, don't forget to check out the Patreon for five bucks. You can get these episodes early and you can listen to us live whenever we record Three Ring Adventure and Agents of Edge Watch. Also, we are planning some new podcasts. That's right. We have, well, two, believe it or not, two new podcasts that we're planning right now. We're setting them up. We're building characters. Might be getting artwork soon. Look for them in the near future. And for those of you who are patrons, you'll be able to listen to these months before everyone else because we usually record at least a month or two of episodes before they go live. So I'll let you know ahead of time, but we're getting very, very close to starting recording. Within a week or two, we're going to probably start one of the shows, and that show will probably not appear live on the podcast stream for mm, at least until May or June, just because it takes time to edit these things, to get the artwork together, to plan for it. So, you know, if you want to listen to it early and know about the podcast, just become a patron for five bucks. And again, to become a patron, just go to patron.ruleforcombat.com. And then, of course, if you do want to check out the Discord, just go to discord.ruleforcombat.com. We got free games, we got hanging out, we have spoiler channels where you can look up all the maps and find out what's going on in each game and see pictures of all the creatures and the people and the monsters and everything. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you have found some leads to the bank robbery occurring in the coins district. What you're going to do with those leads? We're going to find out. There's three banks you need to investigate and three things that are not banks. Here is the deal. You have three days. And then on the third day, the Radiant Parade and presumably the bank robbery will take place. In addition, because I just don't want to deal with it, because you're so close to level five, I figured, what the hell? You're level five. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. That's, that's the way to become level nice. five. Nice. Wear down the GM. There you go. Level five by attrition. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> level by attrition. <laughs> John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Well, you're so close, and I'm in such a good mood. Everyone's going to get two hero points, and you're level Yay. five. And... What the hell? I'll give you a brand new car. Da, 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 da. It's the first game session of 2021. Hooray. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. And you get level five. And you get <laughs> level five. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. I like it. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. So... With that, does someone want to do a quick recap, Jason, 
uh, of the notes. Yeah, Jason definitely does. Of um, who you need to investigate because it's been a little while. Uh, yeah, we have... My notes are a little sketchy, so I might need a little bit of fill in on some of these. But there are three basic banks that seem to be the most likely targets. There's the Avangot Moneylenders. There's the Penny and Sphinx. And there's the Stone Sworn Savings and Loan. Those are the three banks that have been identified by like the senior detectives came back and told us those are the three that are most likely to be targeted. Then we have three other generic leads. Uh, there was an incident at a tannery that sounds on the surface like it's unconnect- unconnected, but we're going to follow up on it anyways. There's a kind of a Chadaxa's cheap loans. It's got like kind of like underworld connections. It's like a money, you know, money lender for with some unsavory underworld connections. But they might be willing to make a deal with us in exchange for help with some of the criminal trouble they're in. And we also the Puddles Militia, um, who have some have some information on a layer of a smuggler's layer. Where if we help them with the smuggler's lair, they might be able to help us out with some some evidence, some information as well. There you go. And the notes and handouts, if you want to uh, see it again, don't forget. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. It's a bright new day. Everyone's level five. I won't even ask you what you did with level five. We'll just find out while you're playing. Because level five, that's a big level. I actually, when I was inputting your character, some of you went from like a plus nine to hit to like a plus 14 to hit. So I was like, damn, like people are going to actually start hitting and doing damage and not die in one hit. I'm going to be very impressed. Yeah, level yep. five because everyone wow. gets more stat increases. It's the big level. It's the big level. And then your con goes up and your yeah, strength goes, strength up. goes yeah. up. Well, not for Dougie, because Dougie was already a beast. So he probably went from 18 to 19. But when you're level 10, you'll get that extra plus one. There you go. (laughs) I'm stronger than Dougie, actually. You are stronger than Dougie. I believe it. But Dougie hits harder. Well, I have a 19 strength, but I'm taller. Yeah, that's true. But Dougie's wider. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got a maul. I got a maul that now does 2d12 damage. Oh, my God. Well, he can key strike you for 3d6. That's right. These two are going to have to take it out into the parking lot and uh, have a little duel. Is that 2d6 plus 8? Yes. Oh, that, that's good. It's good. No, no. Plus eight. It's 2d6 plus 4. Oh. Yours is oh. not plus 8. There's yes, no it plus is. Eight. No, it's not. I'm is looking it? at my uh, what? My hero. Uh, yeah. My hero abs is 2d12. Oh, wait. Is it, or is that crit? No. That's a crit, you silly boy. Oh, yeah, it's 2d12 plus 4. Oh, the Hero Lab says 2d12 times 2. Times 2, oh, that's right. Silly. That's the crit. That's okay. a crit. Yeah, you're getting a little too excited. Well, I'm we'll, critting we'll... no matter what for all uh-huh. my attacks. From now on. Mind. Now on, he decided that from now on, he's only going to roll hits. Hey, as opposed to levels one through four, no, no, no. where you just kept missing. Well, let me tell you. Well, that's again. right. Because when like the way Pathfinder works is half the time, half the monsters, you need a 20 to hit them anyway. So I'm going to crit them half the time anyway. That's how go. we do it. Well, not anymore, because now maybe you guys are actually getting plus ones and striking. But let's get right to it. Who's doing what? 
Who's going I, I, where? I, I need to comment though because this is this is a special time. This is, this is a special time in Gomez's life where he has attained the uh, the uh, tabletop uh, fantasy role play uh, spell caster version of Bar Mitzvah. Uh, Gomez can now cast Fireball. Ooh, nice! Oh, he, he is now he is now a very man. Good. He's become a man. Wow! Excellent. Very good. <laughs> So what is lightning bolt? Is lightning bolt like uh, Quinceanera? Is that like not quite the same level, or is that just kind of on the side? It, uh, lightning bolt has to be on the side. It, like I actually didn't take a lightning bolt. What did I take? I took uh, actually I took uh, remove disease instead. I think that's a good one. Yeah, but you took one that we're gonna have fights over. I can't wait to see haste. Oh, people mm. are gonna be fighting you for yes. that one. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one. Actually, all of these the and all of these are difficult because depending on how damage we get, like, all right, your guy's job is not to get too damaged, so I can cast some of these spells and not have to use them for heal slots. That's your that's your job. Right? Yeah, we can do that. You just go to the front of the party and you can cast as many offensive spells as you want because you won't be getting damaged. No, no, because <laughs> that's then, the think, solution to that. That, that I, I fear. That happens. Hey, I'm not casting it, any spells because it I'm certainly die ain't the monsters with the plus eighteen to hit. That like they're not going to be changing anything. I think it's going to have to be the uh, attack order. Gomez in the front. Gomez used to go to the front quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, well, not anymore. He, not he anymore. likes the front. He, He's he good at it. He had a bad experience with July. I remember and, it being very good. Over. Those were the good old days. I, I'd hate to coin a phrase, but he is in fact a bit of a glass cannon. Yeah. Exactly. So guess what? For your bar mitzvah, Gomez, look at what I got for you. Wait, I have to get to the right page. Where are you displaying that? Come on. Where are you on? Oh the... my god, dude! Oh my god, that's great. Is is that is, is that, that scale? Is... is that scale accurate? Yes, that is the fireball template. That nice. is Kaboosh. a fabulous thing. <laughs> I, that is a fabulous thing. I I, I honestly I got I, like I, I got it automatically, and I was just happy for the addition. This we're we actually we're not gonna have fights over haste. We're gonna have a fight over whether or not you can take that because I'm gonna have to cast it and you're gonna be in the range. Is it actual fire damage? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So it wouldn't be fire damage, would it? Because because I, I do everything as weird, non-lethal bludgeoning something damage. Well, it's fire. Screw you. It, it's, it's fire. Fi- well, it's fire. Is, I don't know if I don't know if your bludgeoning overrides that. I was thinking about that. I think that I think I think that kind of doesn't matter. I think we just nix that and just say well, it's fire damage. I'm gonna it's, it it's like weird, which yeah. weird non-lethal fire damage. I think it is fire, even though you quote do bludgeoning and you do rock. I think that's only for some of your spells, but I think fireball uh, is fireball. It's not okay, ball. Give me a big ball that. of magma or something. I know exactly. It's like give me a water ball. <laughs> that is earth fire. That's right, magma. That's what exactly what is lava. It's a lava there we ball. Go. You know, if you look hard enough, isn't everything made of Earth? Well, that's true. It actually matters because I might get fire resistance later. Well, I so guess we'll I, find out. So I got to say, the saves on this are fabulous, too, because it's only on a critical success that they take no damage. On a success, it's half damage, failure, full damage, critical failure, double damage. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The critical is 12 um, 6 damage. That would be. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah, that's painful. It's painful. Yeah, let's see. We can test it out. Oh, look at that. 42 points of critical damage. Damn. That would have been nasty. 66. It's good. All right. All right. What are we going to be doing? What What are you doing? Where are you going? How are you doing this? I got everything ready. You can go anywhere you want. 
You can go to the smuggler's lair if you want to. Are we splitting to. up? We should go be to going the, together, yeah, right? Yeah, let's... Why don't all of you each go to one place? That way we can do it faster. Yes. It'll That's be true. easier for Steve And it is just GM. an investigation. It's all RP encounters. There will not be any combat. No. Right. Nope. I thought uh, Sergeant Olo or whatever suggested we should go to the banks first. He did. He did. Uh, that's but the I top am ones? not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I think we should just go in order that they that they are in 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 alphabetical order because that way we will be able to follow what we've done. <laughs> I hate to metagame it. That's gonna be a lot easier. That's to, smart. That's smart. Remember. I was gonna just. I was gonna be contrary and say we should just do it in reverse. Just start at stone sword. Just just to be different. But but we should just start at the top. Just start at the top. Let's work down. Why not? We're gonna Going hit them all. Right. Ovington money changers. Is that where you're let's going? See, let's see. What's yeah, this what guy's say? deal? Let's see. He's recently been vandalized and harassed by unknown parties. It's the oldest among the three bank targets. Yeah. And lots of generations. Okay. So this, hey, these are good old boys. We got to figure out what, uh, what, what's going on uh, there. I think we should go there. Ovington okay. money changers. Okay. You, uh, you tell the sergeant you're going off to the coins district. Gonna do your investigations. I salute the sergeant on my way out. Does does he salute me back? Of course he salutes you back. Okay, good. And then he comes over and he goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Sharky uh, made these for you." And then he gives you each of you a brown Ooh. paper bag filled with Uh-oh. food that looks a little iffy. Uh oh. But he assures you. He goes, "Yeah, it, it may not look good." But it tastes very good. Sharky's still figuring out the kitchen. I absolutely <laughs> dig in and regardless of the taste, comment just like mom used to make. I'm going to watch Gomez closely as, after he eats it to see what do, happens. Do I, do, I, do I have to make a fort save? No, it's, it is exactly what I described. Any food where you don't have to make a fort save is good food. Yeah. It's, ah. like, it's like eating sushi made by a fifth grader. It might look bad, oh, but it tastes good. Right. Okay. It looks good. It tastes good. It tastes right. good. That'll be awesome. Great, but, you know. it's, it, it's rude, but Dougie's going to eat and walk at the same time. Okay. On the way there. Well, you are rude. Might have to give you a reflex save to make sure you don't drop it on your clean uniform. Although well, with your ring, it might disappear. That's true. Yeah. You that would be fun. Your ring, it yeah. hides weapons, armor, and spilled food. Right. So, like, Dougie, he takes the ring off. He's just covered yeah. in, like, ketchup. All, all the and, chicken grease on my chest yeah. and, like, all the <laughs> the ketchup in his beard. Yeah. All right. Well, while we while we walk, I read uh, the literal information that we got about this place. Ovington Money Changers. Earthen Ovington is the owner and manager of Ovington Money Changers in the east end of the coins. The file indicates that Uthren's bank has re- recently been subjected to vandalism and harassment by unknown parties. It is the oldest bank amongst the three possible targets and has been operated by the Obertons for several generations. So, subject, so unknown parties, find out who the parties are, vandalism, harassment, what's the nature of that? And uh, they're old, they're established. I don't know what that means. And it's east end of the coins. So there we go. You go, you head over to the coins district, you find it, and you see a squat stone establishment displays a polished wooden placard carved with Overington money changers in flowing script across its surface. Stout iron bars cover every window of the building, 
and a pair of mastiffs nearly the size of direwolves growl in wooden doghouses near the main doors. A loud buzzing sound emanates from somewhere nearby. Uh-oh. So as you approach it... It's killer bees. Suddenly, the doors fly open, and out comes... A middle-aged, barrel-chested man running out of the bank, swatting wildly at his face and arms. His pale skin is speckled with angry red stings, and his blonde hair sticks out in all directions. Though his neatly trimmed beard has been coated in enough styling wax to remain completely unperturbed by whatever events threw the rest of him into such disarray. As he comes running out, you see the dogs cower in their dog houses to the west and the east and he uh he sees you and he quickly collects himself and runs up to you you being dougie and he's like oh the constabulary praise abadar praise abadar this is the third time this week my shop has been attacked in less than a fortnight Token guard, indeed. My daughter's dolls could do a better job keeping the peace. Bottles of burning liquor thrown at the walls, crude graffiti painted at night, and now wasp nets have been lobbed onto the roof in the middle of the day. He looks up and says, Oh no, here they come again. I cast Farwell. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wow, that's right out of the gate. It's actually swarm targets, not that bad of an idea. Uh, it's a terrible idea. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. Roll for combat. I don't even know how to deal with swarms, to be honest. Actually, maybe it's not that much. Are those swarms? Yeah, it is yeah. swarms. It's oh, swarms. Fireball. That's perfect. It, it is actually perfect. That's absolutely that was a joke, perfect. But it's actually tactically, it's absolutely tactically strategically, probably not the best move. Tactically, that's exactly the move. Uh, now, where are you on the, uh, of course, your... Wow! Did, did I forget to buy order Alchemist Fire? Guess we're gonna find out. So, as he's running out, trying to tell you, the swarms see all these juicy targets below, and you see, sure enough, giant wasp swarms flying down from the roof, and you hear the dogs whimpering in their doghouses, and. Sure enough, here comes swarm number one. Get them, dogs. Get them, dogs. <laughs> I don't think the dogs are going to be able to do much against the swarm. So the first action is they buzz and fly. Swarm, swarm. Oh, They're all over Dougie. No. And, oh, and, and him as well. So the first action is to swarm on you. <sighs> the second action is that everyone in the area must give me a reflex save, Dougie. Reflex save. Ouch. As you whether or not you get hit by the, the swarm. A 21. A 21. Sounds Guess pretty good. what? Sounds pretty good. You I make miss. the save, so oh, you I take okay. half damage. You of take course. Five. Six and a five on 2d6. 2d8. Oh, 2d8. Oh, ah, it wasn't quite All right, as good I'll as take thought. that. All right. Okay, so five points of damage. Mm. All right. And luckily, you managed to swat many of them away. Nice. And that was the first action. I get to level five on that. Yeah, that's how you hit level five. And then on the second action, it swarms you again. Swarm, swarm, sting, 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 sting. Give me another reflex save. 
don't think that's legal, but okay. it is. Oh no! Uh, Fifteen. Oh, well. Let's see. I oh! oh! <laughs> Snake eyes on well, TV. Well, well, wow. well. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> well, that's the good news. The good news is I rolled a one and a one, so you take two points of damage. Okay, that's the a bad lot news. Better. Is you're like that's no so bad. Suddenly you feel. The venom of the wasps oh, seeping into no. you. Give me a fortitude save. Ouch. 17. No. Oh, so that does that. not even well, come close. No. My rolls are horrible. So oh, yeah, much for turning a corner on level five. Poisoned. You got wasp poison in you. I'm out of here. Four points of damage. Lomang, you are up. The wasps right. are swarming all over Dougie. What do I? I can. Can I make a nature check to know what it was? Of swarm? course you can. Yeah, let's do that. Let's o to... Otren. Otren. All right. Hold on. You don't. I'm do actually. It, I'm do actually it. trained. Right, I'm actually trained. No, I do it. I do it. All right. Go it. for it. Let's see. Nature. Well, there are. It's a wasp swarm. You know that they. Um, yeah. They. Uh, they're resistant to. You can punch them and hit them. They don't. They don't. They're pretty much resistant to bludgeoning and piercing, more or less. Slashing can do some damage to them. They're not so bad with slashing. But you know what you want to hit them with? Mm, area. Area damage or splash damage. You want to hit them with the big booms. I don't see any splash damage on my character sheet, but I may not have updated. Do you see them on my on your version of my character sheet? Did you buy anything? I will tell you what I, you I, have. I don't, I don't think you I didn't. Did. You did not. Let's see. Oh, wait. I have oil. I do have oil. Oil doesn't do anything. No. Let's see. What do you have? I have a flask of oil. <laughs> Lomang has... You have lesser healing potions. You have a lesser tanglefoot bag. And you have a lesser antidote. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got. I was actually going to buy some like bombs and things. Um, which well, I, if you want, go run down the street, come back in a couple rounds, and then maybe they'll still be here. That is a great idea. Okay. I run. No, do you? I do, down the street. Yep. No, you don't. Really? Yeah, really. Why? You can punch them. You can punch them. You actually, you can punch them, and they uh, will, it will. Oh, my God, it's running away. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. We can't do You said it's not, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm going to go hide behind that corner and peek around. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Because I, I, I know that Gomez has a fireball, and I'm like, run away, bomb him, Gomez. Okay, Lomang literally ran around the corner and is hiding. Uh, Basil, you're up. There's two swarms. One of them is right in front of you, swarming <laughs> Dougie. The other one is up on the roof, so that one is good, like, 40 feet up in the air, 30 feet. Okay, well, first thing, since it's free anyways, I'm going to do an expeditious inspection to see what I know about wasp swarms. If there's anything else he missed. Uh, let's see. You know more than him. As as you should, because... Yes. Yes, you're not... I'm not book-learned. He's not book-learned. Um, they're immune to precision, and you want to hit him with area damage or splash damage. Splash damage does a ton. Uh, they're mostly immune to bludgeoning and piercing. You can damage them, but it, they just it's very hard. Slashing, you can hit them with slashing. They barely, they're little and resistant. And the biggest problem with the swarm is that they can literally just move on you and then just sting you for two rounds. 
So you want to spread out. Okay. Well, Basil pulls a brand, his brand new staff off of the Ooh. back of his pack, which the head of which bursts into flame, the staff of fire. Nice. He then is going to do a readied action to cast Burning Hands on the Wasp form as soon as it clears off of Dougie and the bank employee or manager or whoever this person is. Or unless Dougie moves. Well, wait. You're gonna, no, wait, no, you no, wait. can ready a two-action. Yeah, action. ready action is, is a two-action. Yeah, two yeah. Just go ahead. Well, never mind. Throw it on me. All right, I don't no, care. Uh, can I, all right, in that burn. case, can I hit produce? Can I use produce flame without hitting Dougie or the bank guy? Is the swarm big enough that I could do that? Well, I'm going to give you the template and you figure it out. It looks like it's big enough. I mean, if it's, if it covers a 10-foot area. But yes, I do also have burning hands, so that will help if we if I can Which get a clean does shot. more damage to an area? Oh, burning hands does the area damage. But I mean, the other choice is I could try to move into position to get a clean path on both of them, but ooh, you have that too. Nice. Look at all those. The burning hands even looks a little bit like a bird. It does, like a phoenix. Okay, so there, the I got templates one. for you, so you can grab them and do whatever you want with them. <laughs> I think you can. That's super cool. Um, in that case, I'm just going to cast Produce Flame this round, because if I move, I won't be able to cast this round anyways. So this round, I'm just going to cast regular old Produce Flame. And produce flame is just a that's just a hit. point. That's just a point attack. Yeah. Okay. So then just roll. We have so much fire now. I have to like actually pay attention to what's going on here. Holy Ooh, moly! Is that what I think? That's that's twenty the first time out. Yes. Nice. Wow. Twenty points of damage, and it hits the uh, it hits the wasp swarm and does. Do AOEs have critical? Well, that wasn't an AOE. That was oh, just a regular point. Perfect. Yes, then. they do. Perfect. I, I didn't know they had critical. Well, is that well, considered? The, the well, cat, it's not area damage. Anything that you roll a hit for can have. Yeah. A the the thing is, on area attacks, there's usually some sort of like reflex save or something where they can get yeah. less damage. So that's just pure fire. So that just does twenty. So it doesn't do any extra because it's not splash or area. But it still does twenty. It does twenty points of fire. Still damage. a decent amount of damage. And yeah. uh, nice. it does not like that. It does not like that at all. Dougie, you uh, a lot of things going through you. Poison going through you. Fire going through you. Now what? Let's see. I'm going to. The breeze of me running away went through you. Yeah, that that ruffled my. Uh... <laughs> Run yeah, away. My uniform. My uniform ruffled. I was like, "Yep, there goes." Uh... All right, Sergeant so Lomang. Gomez is gonna. I'm going to. I wonder if I should delay till after Gomez. You know what? I'm not gonna delay till after Gomez. I am going to attack with my great sword. So I'm going to really? have my okay. mole out. Actually, maybe delay till after me. That I'm gonna delay till after well. Gomez. Okay. All right. It depends on this conversation that we're about to have about the nature of the Paul's feather token. Ooh, fan. I forgot. About oh no. Because here's the idea. Uh, fan makes a gust of wind. What does a gust of wind do to a wasp swarm? Intuitively, one would think it would be a pretty, it would pretty easily blow it all the fuck around. Uh, and what we would like to do is, what I would like to do is this. Doug, uh, actually, that might have to be next turn, actually. But regardless, yeah. it would be, it would be, uh, Doug, take the uh, feather token. 
and then it's kind of kind of kind of like pull like you know kind of like you're you're gonna set up the shot for me use the feather token to blow him up into the air away from other property damage and then i blast him with the fireball yeah, well, it's also... Well, it's very simple. This is how it works. Uh, yeah. This is how it works. They're just going to move on me again. Wait, wait, wait. This is how it works. I can answer the question. It's as if you use Gust of Wind, and Gust of Wind, if they fail their, their saving throw, the creature, which in this case is the swarm, is knocked prone. And if it's a critical failure, then it's pushed 30 feet in the direction, knocked prone, and takes damage. Oh, okay. So, so it's actually... And is there any kind of advantage because there are a bunch of little tiny bugs? No. It, it, swarms are treated as one creature. All right. I mean... So so let's skip that. That, yeah. that would have been fancy and very... Like, it's that, fancy, That, that would have been very cinematic, very... but fireball, I guess, I guess fireball, we would have to be cinematic. Fireball. I think a fireball is pretty cinematic. Dude, this yeah, is a bank. So, yeah, Don't I want to do a fireball. fireball. Okay, yeah. well, that, that's the next question. The next question is, can I fireball at an angle and vector that's not going to burn down the city? Well, that's your fireball. You figure out that you figure out how to do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> where are they... Like, if they're... If they're high, like what's a like the the question? The question is actually not uh, horizontal. The question is vertical. Like that tree in the picture. I don't so want to catch that tree on fire. Purposes, How tall is it? Where are okay. they in relation to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for all intended purposes, if you use a fireball, it will sort of do semi non-lethal. Although I'm not sure how that would work with these things. I guess it would just knock them out. But um, you uh, you would blow up. And maybe you do a little bit of damage to the tree and a little bit of damage to the front of the bank, but nothing. You never have to worry about that. Unless I tell you. Unless, like, when you were in that room filled with oil, like, before. That is when you got to worry about it. All right, so we're not going to get in trouble. We're not going to get a bill no. from, from the bank guy no. if, I, if, I, if I whip this out. Nope. So, so I want to do that. Because if they're flying in the air, I want to I, I shoot it in the air at those minimal or no damage to the property, to the surrounding property but catches the swarms in the radius. You know what I'm saying. Yep. Oh, this one's a little too big, actually. This is... Um... That is a really big area. Yeah, actually, I'm using the wrong one because it's 20-foot like... burst. That's a 30-foot burst, so... Yeah. Uh, but whatever, you can do it. You can figure it out. All right, so I do it. So here, so right out the gate, right out the gate, nice. season two. We're starting with a fire. <laughs> we're starting right. with a classic... Third level spell, fifth level spell caster, fireball, boom! School. Gomez levels it. up on this hit. All right, and uh, that's is that that's that's got to be on my thing. I'm just I'm rolling. Uh, they, they do saves. They do saves, right? Yeah, they, it's on there. There's the button. You press that button for that fireball. Bam! <laughs> oh, my oh my god! <laughs> hero point. Hero point. No, well, it's not that bad. He rolled. He rolled okay, it's a, a bad. one. It's kind of bad. He, he rolled, rolled a, three, a three, a one, a two, a three. And a two on 66. Yeah, that, that's so, anticlimactic. I'm hero pointing that. That's anticlimactic. We can do better. Can you? Can you hero point that? Yeah, we have two. No, but I, on a damn on a, oh, it's, an, it's not an attack roll, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I can't, right. Do, we damage. Damage. I can't do any damage. Well, then I, then I accept it. Well, oh, maybe my. they critically fail. Here comes the reflex God. save. They failed, which is still good because it's 14 damage. Plus, we it's we an didn't AOE. See that, by the way, so just so does, you know. What? We didn't see that, by the way. Just so you know, I didn't anyway. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't see the roll. Oh, I know. Anyway, hold on. It's like a display issue. It's permissions. Well, I rolled a 20 and he needed 21. So they take 19 points of damage. Take that. Is that for both of them? Uh, you can't quite get the other one, I will say, because it's really? a little bit too high. Well, because it's a circle. 
It's a circle. And that one's well, 30 feet it's up. A, it's a sphere. That was the whole All right, sphere. I'll give it to you because yeah. I'm feeling nice. Yeah, and, and, I, and I would, like, I, I hopefully oh, would know. Another 20. Look at that. That's two in a row. Fine. You hit both. Are you happy? Good, good, good. Yes, Everyone celebrate. Everyone's happy now. Gomez's bar mitzvah. You guys He's are finally awesome. a goblin man. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you get one action. No that only two actions. Now one. A goblin boy. He's a goblin. Uh, man. That's true. I do get another action. Um, that is a good question. I'm going to run over to where Lomang is. God. Yeah, stand right next to him, too. Okay, you and Lomang are off in the corner playing patty cake. Dougie, you just saw the fireball go off in your face. What are you going to do? I am going to get my uh, great sword out, and I am going to make a slash at the uh, the bugs. Okay, got right ahead. A slashing attack. Slashing attack. Oh, and I'll miss. <laughs> you rolled a three for a 14. Uh, point. No. You got a long day ahead of you. Not. Got a long day ahead uh, of you. And I'm going to do a double move. Ding, 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 ding. Well, you can only go. do one move. You want to pull out the sword. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're totally right. Okay, so one, two, three, four. Oh, wait. I don't want to be there. One, two, three, four. Uh, that's perfect. <laughs> So now they only hit one of us. I think. Yeah, they're so they're 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 gonna go after me. <laughs> yeah, they should. They should. You 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 lit them. The two look look bugs. You got Basil shooting fire at you. You got Gomez shooting fire. You know where to All right, go. Well, when, oh, when, they are animals. When they though, when they sting me to the point of unconsciousness, you're carrying me home, Doug. I will. I'll do that. They don't hit for that much. They'll probably sting the guy who's in there. Uh, well, um, he brought him out. Yep. You must have done something to make them throw these. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have never attacked. Guilty. I can't remember (laughs) if the damage from the venom and the save is on your turn or on their. I think it's on their turn. I think it's their turn. I think it's their turn. Okay, Wop Swarm number two goes. Oh, look at Gomez, big juicy goblin. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going the right way. Mm-hmm. No, wait, nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Nope, three-way nope, tie. Nope. Three-way tie. Where is it going to go? Low bag, you. It's done. You it's done freak- its movement. <laughs> chicken. Ah. Done its you chicken. <laughs> no, I'm not a chicken. I'm a crane. Chicken. Chicken. He's in chicken stance. Wrong right? bird. He's in chicken stance. Here we go. <laughs> you didn't even bother going in the crane stance. Here we go. Here comes the roll. One, nope. two, or three. One. That's a good one. That's good. Oh, it's not on me. It was actually two moves to get over to you, Basil, so it's not so bad. So the last so one it does. One attack. That's easy. Buzz you, swarming sting, swarm, swarm. Give me a reflex save. <laughs> swarm, swarm. 24. Nice. You make it. <laughs> Ooh, I rolled well, though. Half of 13. Six. So six points of damage, Basil. And here's the thing is uh, when you make the save, you don't get poisoned. That's only Dougie. Yep. Okay. Who's the rat? Colonel Sanders. Runs into his bank screaming, saying, he's like, I'll reward you well if you get one of these swarms. And then he runs to the bank and slams the door. Oh. 
that well, coward. That was, that was what I should have done. Yeah, God you're a monk. It. He must be a monk class. He's monk class is what I he is. I should have ran through and that you door. Hear, you hear a click, and you're like, damn it. He clicked the door shut. Oh, yeah, click, click. <laughs> he locked that bank door. Let us in. Let us in. Uh, here comes the swarm. Oh, I think it might go to Low Meg. I think it might go to Low Meg. Oh, it's going there. It's going there. Oh, no, it oh, swept it, back oh, and went out the comments. Because someone, it, the swarm is not super swarm, but it knows that Gomez heard it, and it's swarming on Gomez. Why? Don't care. Don't I, I kicked the wasp's nest. Yeah, you did. You literally kicked the nest of the wasps. Uh, give me a reflex save, as they will swarm, swarm, sting, sting. Twenty-four. Nice Good job. You make it. Six points of damage. Yeah, nothing. Ah, okay, good. One more time as they use one action to move to you, oh. one to sting you, and the last one to sting you. So one more, one more time, one more time. Give me another reflex save, Gomez. Oh, look Dude. at that. 20. Wow, you're what making are you these. guys rolling? Hey, gosh. 28. 28. Four points of damage. It's like nothing. It takes four points. Okay. Wow. Now... Poor, poor Dougie, you feel the venom from that one coursing through your veins. Give me another fortitude save. Nice. 17. Oh, whoo. You Glad feel worse I... than before. Oh. Here mm. we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Nine points of damage. Jeez. And you're clumsy. Tell me about it. Lomang, you're up. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so what is my move rate these days? Where can I find that? I think it doesn't like matter. You're 40. out of the... I think it's like 40. Uh, it's either 35. It's like 35, oh, Hold on. I'm looking no, up chicken 40. speed right now. I'll tell you. Hold on. I think it's listed as cowardly stride. Where, <laughs> where, where is that on my character sheet? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it is 40. It says on the first page. All right, so that being the case, I'll try. I'll try to do something. He's like, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Why, 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 why start now? He sees, he sees the monsters are mostly dead. Now? Okay, now he's in. All right, so I, I will attack it with my <laughs> flurry of blows. So let's see how that goes. I don't, I don't think there's a button because I'm not in a stance right now. So it doesn't matter. Uh, crane wing is the same thing. So I'll use that. It's the same. Twenty-five. Jeez. He hits. Does 12 points of damage. But now, what type of damage is that? Bludgeoning? bludgeoning. So, in the end, you do... Two. He punches them so hard, nice. they dissipate. <laughs> wow, How much, really? how much damage did he away. cause? How much uh, damage? Uh, he did it mi minus seven, so... Uh, so was I should have just I used five my freaking maul. I should have oh, used wow. my maul. Yeah, you should have. Okay, you 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 did just enough. You went up and you're like, get out of here, get out of here, and you just like flailed, and they and they dissipated and flew away. He saved Gomez. All right, he so did. I appreciate so, it. So it's it's gone. So my next action is. Do you have any on. poison cure poisons? No. Oh. I go there. Aren't you? Oh, my... you're, oh, such a, you're such a baby. He's running away. I killed. Uh, I single handedly you killed. You have more hit more. points than half of them combined. You have the highest AC. 
You have you by far the strongest one. You're an expert in every save and every ability. But Lomang doesn't like bugs. Run away. Oh, Run away. That's like saying. Basil, you're up. Basil, you're psych up. limb. I do not like bugs. <laughs> you do not like bugs. We found it as weakness. Yeah, I'm going to step out of the swarm with my first action. Oh, no, you were like all robotic. Okay. All right. Uh, so okay, action one, I'm stepping out of the swarm. And even though this is probably overkill, it is the perfect situation for it. I'm going to cast Burning Hands Damn straight. to get rid of the second swarm. <laughs> there goes all your spells for today. Well, I mean, Produce Flame still a cantrip. so I can. This is a good time That's to true. use it. That's true. I forgot about that. So, I mean, I, I can lay down the template. Or no, no, just, I see it. You can it's see the perfect can... tool. It's the perfect tool for the perfect... Spirit. Just like that. Nice. It's the tool for the job. It's the tool for the job. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Not a ton of damage, but that's okay. That's oh. okay. I killed one. Oops, that's the wrong one. Up oh, 16. They miss. So five points plus... Catered AOE, so 10 points of damage. Ow! They did not like that. They have 10 points of damage. They're oh. almost dead. Not quite. The damage was a little disappointing, but what are you going to well, do? Can't win them all. And, and that's my done. turn. Yep. Gomez, Gomez. You're spitting out stingers from your uh, your mouth. I, I am. Mouth. Gomez, save me. I'm not happy about it. You're up. I, I'm actually even in a worse position because it's like, do I. It's such a waste, but it is the perfect thing for the job. It is overkill at this point, but I'll do it anyway. Burning hands. Get him. One, two, one, two punch. Totally. Yeah, why not? Excuse me while I find it on the new and improved menu of options. Oh, wow. God, I'm rolling like crap. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad. Dad. It, was, it actually makes wow, me feel better that, about it, though. That's way worse damage than uh, Basil. Oh, they make their save. So um, two, two points. But here's the good news, because it's AOA plus five. So ah, no matter what, you're going to be yeah. doing at least totally seven totally points damage. The right do job. No, seven, 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 seven. Oh, they don't look good. They don't like that. They do not oh, like. Fire. Fire. All right, well, I should feel better about that. Fire damage. Uh, you get one more move or action. Oh, I so do, don't I? Yes, you do. Do you have any anti-poison uh, antidotes on you that you could hand to Dougie? Uh, oh, actually, wait, I do. Hold on. That is that is a good reminder. I thought we had I some. think we got some from the last fight. The only question is, did we sell them during our selling spree? No, we didn't get rid of any of the No, antidotes. well, Dougie has... Sorry, antidote Basil, lesser. Lomang, and Gomez. I have an antidote have lesser as well. Okay, I, I have an have antidote better. lesser. Okay, keep that one. I got this. Okay, so I, I withdraw. Hold on. Uh, oh, I have two. I have one action. Yep. All right, Dougie, what are you going to do? All right, I'm going to get go my. Over there. I'm going to take my lesser antidote. Gives me a plus two to save. Next time I need to. Uh... Actually, if that monster's dead, I don't need to roll anymore for my fortitude mm. saves. That's not true at all. I know. Uh, but I do take that, and I believe that's one action, the way the new uh, rules work. Yes, and okay. also. You are clumsy too, which means you take penalty to your dexterity-based checks, DCs, including armor class, reflex save, ranged attack rolls, and anything using acrobatics, stealth, and thievery. Now, you uh, don't do any of that, so it's fine for you, but you are not clumsy. I was going to stealth, but I changed my mind. Instead, I'm going to attack with my greatsword. Go, go, go. Go, go, gadget sword. 
Bada Holy boom. moly. Wow. Well, they are uh, resistant, but they're not that resistant as you do 24 points of damage. That's a crit? Yeah, you rolled a 30. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't, 30s don't always crit. I mean, sometimes you need a... Well, you got to level 5 now, baby. Level five's a whole other uh, story. Uh, all right, I guess so. Uh, so can I, was it a fortitude save? Is that what I have to do for my, get this thing off me? Um, well, if no one else is doing anything, are you? did you drink it? Yeah, I did it before okay, I Okay, you drank it. So, yep, fortitude save. Is it safe, guys, to come back? Are they all gone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all gone. It's this plus two. Okay, so 21. So you're no longer clumsy and you only take... Six points of damage. <laughs> I rolled max damage. So you, you're feeling like, oh, it's starting to dissipate. It's starting to dissipate. Give me another fortitude save. Nice. And it's gone. You, you fought it off. Woo! All right, guys. Uh, so do we want to do? We want to go inside and do our first day during the RP, during the interviewing the the uh, interviewing the victim. I'll do, I was gonna do a quick treat wounds on, I guess me and. Me and Dougie, really quick. Yeah, we're gonna do out of combat healing. I may. Oh, okay. And Dougie, you. Can I'm do good. It. I'm all right. I'm, I'm fully healed already. Yeah, he comes back. He's like dusting himself yeah, off. Right, like, yep. like, yeah, I took care of that swarm. Don't worry, I'm fine. Didn't I take took, any yep. damage. Low man came I need back some, for I the need treasure. Some I, I, I need calamine lotion. All right, first one is gonna be myself. Just start to second, swell. First one's gonna be myself. Second one's gonna be Dougie, I guess. I could be allergic. I think I feel I feel my throat seizing up. So that's a crit for me, which of course I'm only down by five. But then it Christ sake, can we just Dougie. hand wave this? I don't want to do this. This is yeah, we can hand wave it. Yeah, let's hand wave this stuff. This is crazy. It's unless you want unless you want to feel like you put your effort into. I the think role. it only really no matters efforts. if you're close no. to death and the and a crit fail could actually do damage to you. I think at that at, point. at level five, I basically just say you spend twenty minutes and everyone's healed. The only times I actually have been forcing people to roll going forward is if you're, well, if you're close to death and then it's just funny if you fail or and then you do more damage and cause them to drop or you are in like combat or in an area where you got to do it fast, you know, but otherwise I just hand wave it. You guys can spend. What happened to Dougie? Dougie killed himself. Dougie, you went the wrong way. I went one. I, I'm close to death. All right. Okay. I'll. <laughs> Not down that much. There you I'm go. Just, I'm just being silly. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. I healed up, guys. All right. Good, good. All right. All right. You're all healed up. The swarms seem to be gone. Treasure. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of treasure. Yeah. What about all these rewards we're promised now? Honey. Where's the honey? Hey, doggies. Um, it's okay. Let's see if the, the doggies are okay. Oh, actually, I'm not uh, going to see if the doggies are okay. The dogs are just I'm going they're to assume scared. the doggies are okay. They're scared. They're just cowering in their... Uh, I... I let us in. Let us in. So you you knock on the door and then yes. you hear, is it safe? It's safe. Did she take care of it? I'm not going to pound on the door frenetically. I'm just going to rap, you know, genteely. Okay. Well, you rap genteely and you see, you see, um, Uchen stick his head out and he's like, oh, good. Come, come quick, quick, come in. It's like, I believe you, but. Who knows what else is... uh, You don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, he's like, come in, come in. And you come in, and you're at, well, a bank. And it seems to be, you know, very sparse right now. 
bank is largely empty and entirely free of vandalism, which you did see a little bit on the exterior and obviously the wasp swarm. And the reception area is sparse with a few wooden chairs. The money changing station and vault are positioned in the back behind a fence of floor to wall iron bars. And he uh, he's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank the Lord. What, who are you? You don't look like you're the token guard. Oh, token guard. Who are you? We are no. not the token guard. We remember the Edgewatch. Are the Edgewatch? Yeah. yeah, look at uh, the uh, uniform. He knows the city uniform. Come on. Oh no! Well, Edgewatch. I heard there was a there was a new uh, watch in town. Uh, you're you're over. Uh, you're in the Radiant Festival, right? So yes. You're out of district. This is this is coins. What are you doing? It's out of our jurisdiction, but we're investigating. Oh, what's what what's what's uh what's trouble? What's trouble? How can I help you? I presume you. Came we're, here. We're here to help, help you out. about about things like this, and so tell tell us tell us your woes. Tell us uh, tell us uh, tell us about these uh, vandalism attacks uh, that I think we've just experienced. One of them. Yes. Yeah, yes give us your yes. statement. Yeah. So well, he's like, here, let me show you, show you. And he's he uh, he brings you back onto the rear exterior wall. He brings you outside, and he shows you. Goes, yeah. So there was some graffiti. That was uh, left behind, and uh, you, you can see that whoever wrote this—they're uh, not exactly literate, but they seem to be an expert on anatomy, if you know what I mean. Oh, really? Is it is it rude? It's very rude. Can't you see? I scrubbed it off as well as I can, but I think I need a couple of uh, rounds of pressed digitation to completely remove it. But I'm doing my best here. I'm not. I'm not of the magic type. Uh, I'm sure I'll hire someone over there to help me out. But yeah, here's some of the graffiti. And uh, on top of that, uh, that's not your new new logo, new <laughs> campaign. He looks at you. He goes, "You sure you're not with the token guard?" No, no, no. We're uh, citywide. And then he shows you over to the side, and he goes, "Yeah, you can see this like, and you can see this like this like like shine of where this liquor was." He says, "People were uh, throwing." burning liquor against the walls uh probably alchemist fire something but these walls and he starts banging on them he's like these walls have stayed strong during the fiend flesh siege and they've stayed strong when the whispering tyrant tried to obliterate us these walls will never fall and he's just banging on them he's like a little bit of alchemist fire won't take care of this bank is he talking about the outside walls yeah, he's outside. There's the outside walls. Oh, because because yeah. I don't see him outside. It looks like he's yeah, inside. yeah. We're yeah, we're we, he just didn't. Oh, I thought we all moved, went inside. The icons. I just I just didn't move the icons. Okay. Oops, sorry, I moved you all off. What in the graffiti? There's pornographic graffiti. Was there any words though? Uh, it, it it doesn't look like anything legible. So you're yeah. outside now, and you can see that it's uh, it's all on the outside. So whoever's doing this is doing this from the outside. He doesn't have any suspicions on who is doing yeah, this? Yeah, do you have any sense of who might be doing this? Do you ask him that? Yeah. Get a hold of yourself, man. Tell us who's doing this to you. Uh, I know nothing about who uh, who did this. Uh, I don't have any enemies of low character that would do such a thing. So I have I have no idea. This is completely new to me. I've, I've, never, I've never had this before. You know, I, I, I've, I've bankrolled several merchandary companies, 
were completely obliterated by the whispering tyrant and sure i lost a small fortune but i was defending absalom and i do what i can to defend the greatest city on galarian i don't cry over those small fortunes lost no 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 i if anything help the city i am a stern defender of the city why would someone do this to me why i would like it to do a society check because sometimes oh, the manner yeah. in which somebody vandalizes somebody else's house or something has a symbolic meaning a that clue. yeah you know that that says like you know like if somebody's a cheater you're you know, profiling like, him yeah and so uh i i i would like to do a society check to see if okay I, to, to see if, there, if there's a, a message in this family. If a sprig of elm is left behind, it means that the ant man is a horse thief or something. Exactly right. Exactly right. Like I want to see if any of that jazz is here. Maybe it just means. By the way, there. there's a picture of what he looks like. It's very proper. Well, I gotta see that picture. Hold on. Is that handouts? Yeah, and handouts. Oh, oh, with the bee stings and everything. <laughs> nice. That's nasty. Thing. That's nasty looking. That's what I look like. That is what you look like. <laughs> he, he looks like he looks like uh, uh, what's his name? Keith Oberman from uh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> he actually does look like him. Does a lot. <laughs> yeah, except he's blonde hair instead of brown. Exactly. Yep. Nick Offerman, not Keith Oberman. Nick Offerman. Yeah, uh, Nick yeah. Offerman. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I was so, like impressed so, at uh, Seth New Sports. I was like, wow. Right yeah, that's what I mean. So should I roll society? I do it. Okay. Secret check. So you look carefully at the graffiti and you can tell it's pretty fresh and it looks like obviously whoever's been doing this has been doing this from a distance obviously it's in the back wall and these other attacks were on the side it looks like the wasp nests were also probably thrown over the side so whoever's been doing this has been doing this from a distance it's not like someone has been doing this from the front gate or even the side like they've been doing this uh, safely We'll, we'll put you that way. That's the first clue. The other clue is that it's just crude. If you didn't know any better, you would think that this was just like kids having fun. It's kids. Except it's on a bank and someone keeps targeting him. So it doesn't look like it's sophisticated, whoever's doing this. It just seems to be to annoy him and that's it. Or somebody with a childlike wonder. <laughs> or and that. This, this or Dougie. Is- this part of the city has got a lot of crime, right? <laughs> yes and no. I mean, the coins is very well watched, and there's guards everywhere, but it's also incredibly corrupt. So as long as you're paying off the right people, you'll usually get things done. But he is firmly against that. And as well also, you should be. Yes. yes. It's like, why should he have to pay for protection? He pays his taxes. He contributes to the city. He has been a valid customer of the city he's one of the oldest and most respected banks in all of absalom why won't they protect us why do i have to pay extra for them to investigate these crimes Mm. ridiculous Mm. all right so i I see i see where that's going other than these of acts of vandalism have you noticed anything suspicious anyone suspicious hanging around here or Uh, No, no. Nothing's caught your eye, huh? Unfortunately, no. And as I said, at first it was just annoying as they damaged my property. 
And then obviously the fire, they thought maybe they can set the place on fire, but <laughs> little did they know they can't set this place on fire. Uh, what, what about the wasps though? Like everything uh, else is done they for- They stepped it up, the wasps. Now the customers are starting to get antsy. And look at me, I tried to take care of it myself. I'm a pretty tough guy, but he's like- Where, where did wasps. you encounter the wasps? Because everything else was from a distance from outside. Uh, like did they have to gain entry to the place with the wasps in like a bag or something? No, 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 the wasp nests are on the, they're on the roof. They threw right, them on the so, roof. Oh, I see. So, so from the outside, they just toss a wasp nest on the roof. The wasp got yeah, angry. I'm going to go investigate the roof. I, I actually say I'll be back, and I climb up the side of the building. Damn. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> while he's climbing, setting aside your business, uh, is there anything, or do you have any adversaries or had any yeah, problems like, with anybody on a personal yeah, like, on a personal ha level? Have you had to foreclose on a loan on anybody recently? He's thinking really carefully. He goes. No, we we do everything on the up and up. I'm very careful to make sure that we give everyone the proper amount of time and I give them extra time. And usually I always try to work out payment plans and schedules. You know, we're not, we're here to make money as a bank, of course, but I'm not here to destroy people's livelihoods. I'd rather them stay in business and pay me off over 20 years instead of going out of business in one. No, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not that type of person. Well, the type of person that throw that that would hold a grudge like this would would wouldn't be the type of person that uh, it, it, your actual character would be irrelevant to such a person. So, the, so like it, like have you had to foreclose on anybody recently? No, not that I can think of. No, nothing like this. Okay, and, and uh, he's like he's like no, we again we I mostly do savings and loans and other small business loans and. Uh, help out safer things like militaries and militias things that i know that are always going to be able to pay back one way or another you haven't loaned any money to uh to the to uh, the locals the local what were they called kids don't know no 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 the, the 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 guards the the, the guards token guard the token guard you haven't you haven't loaned any money to the token guards have you no, the token guards are too corrupt. They get their money the old-fashioned way, and he like rubs his fingers together, bribes. And and, and they've been, and they've been hitting and they've been hitting you up. They've been they've been putting the putting the pressure on you. Like no, usually. they don't put pressure on you. They never ask for it. Just sort of a known thing. And you don't pay them. I don't pay them, but I don't need to pay them. Like like, have you ever paid them? Has it, has any any has any circumstance between them between you and their relationship with them changed recently? No, nothing like that. They're not like that. They don't go around harassing people. They're not proactive. They're inactive. If you know what I mean. Oh, so they don't shake people down. They're just lazy unless you pay them to do something. Correct. <laughs> a quick out of character thought: Is there any particular reason we shouldn't tell this guy that there's a rumor that so that someone's going to hit a bank? I mean, there's no the, the the intel we got isn't particularly classified. Well, that that's a good question because it's like because if you tell somebody like that, they're going to change their behavior. Uh, the question is, do you would you would we want them to change their behavior or we want them to not change their behavior? It kind of, it kind of depends. Like, it, so for example, if and I'm saying hypothetically, if we in our strategy would want to set up some kind of sting like some kind of stakeout where we're actually going to use one of these places that we know they're going to try to hit as bait to jump them when they do, then we might not want to tell him yet 
because yeah, why don't we wait till we do, why don't we wait for now and visit the other two banks and then if we get a better sense of which bank's going to be hit or you know maybe the night before the radiant parade we can tell all three banks that you might get hit yeah but yeah, yeah like, I, I, think have... I think there's no reason to tell them unless we have a specific okay. reason to tell them i'm, like, I'm okay like, with like, that and, answer and, that's why I... but, uh, but, uh, but on the flip side but on the flip side it would also be normal police procedure tell everybody like the like right up front tell everybody you know we've heard a report that one of the banks that is going to get robbed please up we your have security chatter we have just you know and, and just and just tell them you know and not be clever about it like that like that's the flip side the flip side is we absolutely tell them because that would be the normal thing yeah to trying do, to is, set is up to a counter sting or whatever at this point might be kind of overthinking it yeah 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 so, I, I do know i do know i do like i am leading my, my mind is leading to setting up a stakeout tonight to see if these vandals return and grab one of them and find out what they're the doing. The only issue is we only have three days. That, that is an issue. That is an issue. Well, let's go to the next place and see. All right. Oh, well, as I said, uh, uh, let it be said that an Orrington was ever ungrateful for aid. And he quickly runs to the back and he, he gives you a bag. He says, 50 gold pieces for taking care of business and being stand-up citizens. And I promise to pentuple it if you discover who's harassing my business. Thank you very much. All right, so so, so let, let's huddle up. Because what is right. how does this sound as our general framework for action? It's it's still the morning, right? This is our first thing it's of, like the, lunchtime. of, of yeah. day one. Yeah, yeah, it's around. So what lunch. if we go to go to the other two banks, interview them for the rest of the day, the business day? Then, if, if, then depending on what we learn uh, tonight, uh, to, to spend the night staking this place out to see if the vandals show up, sure. and then and then proceed. I mean, okay. we can make this plan after we talk to the third bank. That's what I mean. Talk, I, talk for, to the mo- banks, for the moment, we'll sort of then, put that in. Have pen- back in their head coming back tonight and stick we'll them. We'll pencil it in. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, did I see I anything got my weird daily planner on now. the roof at all? Oh, yeah. You went up to the roof, and all you see is it looks like there's wasp nests that are in um, – they're kind of in nets – with a little bit of weight to them. So it looked like someone literally took a nest, put it inside of a inside of a net, threw and, net up there. and literally like did the old Conan the Barbarian and threw mm. it up there. And it looks like this is a very obvious because it's not like they're just nests. There were nests that were actually thrown up with the aid of nets. All right, so so is this the sort of thing that any Joe off the street, any prank kid could pull off or because yes. you're dealing with a da- okay, so, so so it's not like they need special expertise no. in order to handle these nests, so they didn't get wasps. Are they are no, they even I particularly mean, no. heavy? I mean, would it be would it be would it be looking for a particularly strong person to do, be able to do this? No, it's only a two story bank, so it's not that high off the ground. And there's nothing else of interest up here. Anything like any loose, uh, like you know, uh, skylights or anything like that. Any no, tra- no, trap I mean, doors the, that are yeah, losing. yeah, yeah. The bank looks incredibly strong, very secure. Everything is, you know, it's a bank. I mean, it looks like this thing is, uh, yeah. Really I'm, I'm like, built. it could literally be anything, it could even be his wife is mad at him because he's been cheating on her, and so he hired a couple of kids to, to mess with him. You know, it could literally be anything. How high off the ground is the bank? 20 Let's feet. See. Well, it's a squat building. And it's not even two stories. It's just a tall first story. So it's like 20 feet. All right. I literally jump off of it. 
That's great. And you twist your ankle. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Cats fall. <laughs> I cats, land like a cat. On cats feet. grace. Yeah. Are you sure you're brave enough to do that? Do you do hero hero knee landing? Hero knee landing? <laughs> I do. I do. I, 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 I somersault a flip in the air and then hero landing. You know, that's really hard on the knees. It is, but I'm very strong and demonic. Diabolical. Just not anyway, very brave. Well, I bring down these things and I, I say, okay, here's some evidence, like, We'll store it here. I don't know if how much value it has, but it looks like some. They clearly they just threw these up on nets. Honestly, but it's there's no like the nets are not trackable in any way. No, they're like just no, they're just standard nets. Okay, all right. Yeah, are they bulky? Can we just bag them and, and, and not have to worry about it? Evidence bag. Oh, uh, you can throw it in your bag of holding. All right, so we do that. Yep. And they're mostly empty. I mean, it looks like. I mean, there's definitely some wasps in there, so you might be pulling wasps out of your bag of holding for a while, but. Uh... Or you put it in a bag, and then you put that inside your bag. Also. Right. We just kill them all and then do it. Yeah. <laughs> we just kill them all. Just kill them all. Kill them all. All right. Two awesome <laughs> nests coming right up. Good job. And as I said, 50 gold pieces. Nice. For nice. One for every point of damage Dougie <laughs> took. No kidding. To poison. That's right. Pentuplet. Well, I guess we can split it with the rest of the party. Well, I killed one whole group of wasps and stuff. <laughs> oh, it's like, here's a fireball. All right. Here's Ray of Frost. Here's every type of flame damage. Low man And I, and I swatted up. them to death. Swat yeah. them. Oh, they died. Thank you. Like All right. Thank we'll go you. to the Penny and Sphinx Trust next. You're welcome. Yeah, here. Let me read, the, let me read their blurb. This is the largest of three possible targets that's located in the Coins District. Its manager, a halfling named Bertram Softwhistle reported a recent break-in, although the token guard's investigation was cursory and yielded no clues. The file contains a complaint about the about the thoroughness of the inquiry and copies of letters to the bank's clients assuring them that no funds were lost. And rereading this, I think you're right that uh, the, like the token guards blew it off and that's what, what, that's what he was pissed about. Uh, the bank now seeks uh, funds to hire a private investigator who conducted a more thorough investigation of the town guard. We are going to offer him. No, no, no! You don't have to do that. We'll take care of that because that's our job. So, Penny's fixed trust. We go. Onward. You approach the trust. A grand stone building stands in the middle of an immaculately manicured lawn, encircled by a tall wrought iron fence. The large main entrance is beneath an impresso portico and flanked by a pair of stone sphinxes. Engraved letters above the building's front door declare the structure to be Penny and Sphinx Trust. What do you do? We approach the door and announce, and announce ourselves, identifying ourselves as officers of the Edge Watch. Okay, the doors are open. Let us in, let us in. It's business hours. All right, so, so, so I, we go in. I look in. for wasps first. <laughs> I listened carefully for yeah. the buzz of wasps. Yes, that's a good idea. We, and we present ourselves to the manager. Yes, you, you, hear, you, you hear no wasps. You know I'm running away quickly okay you you walk in so surrounding this entire bank appears to be a 10 foot tall wrought iron fence that surrounds the building with hedges bushes and trees lining the interior quite well defended is what you can tell as you walk in through the large very solid double doors you go into a elegant lobby with several tailors that can work side by side they seem to be behind a four foot tall counter there are doors to meeting rooms to the south, and 
it looks like there are doors behind the tellers. There's also some other doors uh, to the south as well that seem to lead to different parts of the bank. Right, I use my society and read the room and appropriate etiquette. Does the clerk come up and talk to us or do we present ourselves to, to the tellers and say we'd like to talk to a manager? What's the what's the appropriate thing to do? What's the, what's the etiquette? Pants on or pants off? <laughs> well, for you, pants off, of course. <laughs> why else? Um, uh, yeah, actually, as you walk up, you can see the uh, teller supervisor a man named Ugwa. He looks at you and says, Yes, yes, officers. May I help you? I'm the head teller. Teller supervisor, if you will. Uh, good day, sir. Uh, we are officers of the Edgewatch. Uh, we are here uh, to talk to you about uh, the break-in currently. It seems you are unsatisfied with the local guards. We've, we're here to take over the case. Oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Do, do you mind waiting here? Let me go fetch the manager, if you don't mind. Of course. Okay. And then he, he walks behind doors, and several of these doors say bank employees only. So you can see there's a lot of doors that have that. He quickly runs to the back, and out from the front, a well-dressed man who's a halfling with a slight limp and walks with the aid of a stylish cane. He has a top hat on very large bushy sideburns and appears to be middle-aged and he walks up to you and he seems to be very very eager to meet you and he says yo excellent excellent the watch is here Ooh, you're not you're not the token watch i can see perhaps uh, they sent some competent people this time Again, sorry, I am Bertram Softwhistle at your service. Hmm. Is there some place we can speak in private? Yes, yes, yes. I was about to say that. Let, let's go to the conference room and talk there, shall we? Surely. Don't call me sure. <laughs> and we, of course, like introduce ourselves. Sure. So he brings you to the back, and you walk through, obviously, the... Uh, the only way to get to where he's taking you, actually, you have to walk through a side door and then you go behind the tellers and then you are by several other doors. He goes on to explain. He says, yes, uh, uh, the vault is downstairs. Up here we have uh, various meeting rooms. These are the offices and this is our conference room and I'll take you in. The conference room has an impressive table, lovely chairs, elegant sideboard. And you see decorative iron bars that reinforce the windows. He's like, please sit, sit. And he uh, he snaps his fingers and uh, someone walks in with some drinks and light snacks for you as well. Dougie sits. Yeah, what is, what is the etiquette of that? Because we're police on duty. Do, do we care? Is it appropriate for us to sit and have a drink? I stand in the corner. Well, it's it's, it's water. It's it's not like you're drink. It's not like you're drinking old Woody or something. You always take snacks when they're offered. So, so, so we can relax. So yeah. we, we can relax and get informal. I lean against the corner, my arms folded. I'll have a donut watching. and coffee. Yeah, you, you can all relax. Lomang is above such things. Right. I'm just. I'll keep watch here. I stand, lean against the with my arms folded, watching. Yeah, giving you all judgmental glances, like, yep. yeah, mm, some yeah. of us are professional. That wasn't in the training manual I read. Hey, my feet are <laughs> up on the desk. <laughs> I, I, I talk. I talk to the manager eye to eye. 
Yeah, this is a real short. <laughs> Basil, Basil passive aggressively takes a donut and leaves it as close to low mag as possible to, to ah. tempt him. <laughs> I don't go in for sweets. Chocolate, your favorite. I much prefer vanilla. So I believe in the situations would be best if we start from the absolute beginning. Assume that we have absolutely no knowledge, and we'd like to start fresh. So tell us what happened. Yes, yes. Let, let me let me bring you up to speed. So after you're all settled in. The uh, halfling Bertram goes on to explain that myself and my stepson Kolo Harvin, we were closing up the banks a few evenings ago when a group of thieves burst into the lobby from the office wing, obviously having broken in through the employee entrance. As soon as I saw the thieves, I slid open a disguised wooden panel on the accounting office and activated the bank's alarm. Most of the thieves quickly fled the scene. But one, a goblin named Quidley, was apprehended and handed over to the token guard. And that is all I know. So when you first saw them, was it simply their presence in the banks that allowed you to identify as thieves, or was there something particular about their appearance? Well, they came in through the office wing, and as I showed you before, the only way through the office wing is either through a secure door or through the employee's entrance. Those are the only two ways you can get in from there. Were they, were they masked, and how were they armed and armored? They were masked, and they just seemed to have simple swords and crossbows. But as soon as I set off the alarm, they ran. So could, could you uh, uh, tell us about a little bit about your daily operations, and, and uh, could you speculate a bit on how it is that they could have gained access to the interior of the bank in order to be able to, to, to emerge in that fashion? Yes, yes. If you wish, I can show you where they entered from, uh, at least where we are pretty sure they entered from, if you want me to show you where the employee entrance is. Please. So you go outside, and to the southwest in the little corner, there is a private entrance. And he says, so the employees go in and out of this discreet entrance here. And uh, sure enough, it seems to be a very strong door. And he says, I, uh, I am positive that it was locked prior to closing up the bank. Therefore, I presume the thieves picked the lock and then managed to enter through here. And then he goes on. He unlocks the door to show you the interior. Can you make an examination to see about if there was forced entry? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Who has some abilities to do that? I have thievery, so I'd like to check Is the lock and see check? if it was actually looks like it was tampered with or anything. Go right ahead. Look for the scuff marks if there's picks. Could have been an inside job, though. I throw my thievery out there, too. Dougie rolls a 27. Basil, 20. Both of you look and... You don't see any evidence of unusual tampering or damage. So if they did this, they maybe they used magic. Although he insists that there's wards to prevent that. So either they're expert thieves or the door was unlocked and they just got in. Although he insists that's impossible. Hmm. All right, so so what would make you so insistent that it's possible that they could not have gotten a copy of a key or got a key or somebody uh, w within your organization assisted them? How how can you be so sure? Well, I uh, 
I'm pretty sure because the only people who have access to those keys is myself and my stepson. Oh boy. Uh, and, and that keychain is always is always attached to your belt. No. Every time I take it, I return it right it's away. Attached, well, it's attached it's to my neck. Stepson. This is a stepson. This is not. Uh... Tell us about this stepson. How long? Well, have someone you known could have him? lifted it from me. Uh, <laughs> somebody did get to the blood. Does he trust his stepson? Of course, I trust my stepson. He he helps with my books. He helps with the bank. He's in charge of salaries and. You know, he, he's he's my most loyal employee. After myself, I I trust him more than anyone else. What is his name? Colo. Colo. Yes, Colo. It's a good gorilla name, but we could go with that. <laughs> That's really funny. All right, um, we're just taking notes. Yeah, and I want to take a look at Are there any particular changes in employment recently? Like new people starting, old people leaving? That would no, no. Everyone here is quite loyal. I've had. Most of my tellers have been with me for generations. All right. What about the exterior wall that surrounds the place? Uh, any explanation as to like, is it obvious that they could have climbed the wall, or is there some? Is there an obvious explanation for how they got into the door, or uh, is that have to be explained? Um, do you look around? I, I totally look around. Yeah, it's like because like first they got to get right. past this wall. Give, give me your perception check. Who, who's also good at perception that I could tag to kind of come with me and take a look? I'll, I, I can think take Dougie a look is. as the investigator. Yeah, yeah. Come with me. Come with, let's look. Yeah, let's let's look. Let's look at the let's look at the so wall. Look at the perimeter wall the in door. the nearby yeah, vicinity yeah, yeah. and see if there's any signs of where they entered. Exactly. He also takes you on a very small tour and he shows you uh, the inside of how there's you know there's basically two parts to this bank. There's the public area with some offices and meeting rooms and then there's the private area and the two are sectioned off by just two doors and that's it otherwise uh, there's no other way to get through these other than the two doors from the lobby into this back area and the employee entrance so there's very few ways to get in who is giving me perception checks uh, i was going to do it and i guess gomez too yeah why not go right ahead Basil twenty four, Gomez ten. Gomez is like I'm just blind. I, I, I have trouble finding the wall. I don't even know where the wall is. <laughs> yeah, Gomez is like that's some solid wall you got there. The wall is five feet thick, by the way, Damn. surrounding this building. It's incredibly strong. Basil finds something, however. Basil discovers in the bushes. Near the entrance, right over here, a narrow collapsible ladder. Oh, Aha. interesting. Uh, let's show it to the guy, see if he recognizes it. It might be an inside job. Well, it's interesting that it's still, that it's still here, among other things. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. This could be a, a it, it just could be a janitor. Oh, and, light and bulb actually, or th something. this is a crazy one. But we don't we don't live in a in, in an industrial society. These things are all handmade. I'll do a society check to see if if, if I could tell if like, there's a maker's mark or anything to tell where they could actually buy the letter ladder from. And would this happen to be? I'll show it to him and be like, I mean, make sure this isn't like some sort of landscaping equipment or something, like as the gardener or something. He he, he looks at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "Well, as you can see," and he he like sweeps his arms out. He says, "Our grounds are immaculate, and they are. I mean, he has hundreds of bushes." and trees i mean this this property is gargantuan 
So he obviously has a lot of landscapers and it was hidden in the bushes. And it looks like, well, <laughs> kind of a landscaper ladder. So he's like, I I don't know where that came from. I presume uh, the landscapers use that to trim some of the larger trees. I know they sometimes leave equipment out here. Um, and you look at it, you don't see any maker's mark or anything. It looks like just a standard collapsible ladder. It's nothing out of the ordinary that you couldn't buy at a local five and dime. But, um, yeah, there is a ladder. Uh, how, it, it, how high is the ladder? How high does it go? Will it go to the roof? Uh, yeah, it actually looks like it could reach the roof. I'm going to do my roof inspection again. I'll jack it up to the roof and climb up there. Yeah, and while he's done it, can we just kind of, like, run through the, the, the like, because I want to be thorough. I'm a cop. I'm going to be thorough. The, the, the thing to do at this point, talk to the landscaper, compare this ladder to other ladders. Is there a ladder missing from his stock? Is it their ladder? And like a, a, a clarify whether or not this is this this is a ladder belonging to the the place where it's likely that it was a landscaper that just happened to leave it, or if indeed this is evidence of the entry. Well, he can give you the name and information about the landscaper if you want. All right, can I can I can I go off and talk to the landscaper while Lobang Oh, that will through, I mean, it'll take, roof. take you like the rest of the day, but sure. That's what it should do. We don't want to spend the whole day this. You can do this tomorrow. Well, if... I mean, you can do it, but not going to be a five-minute thing. It's like going across town in Manhattan and finding someone. And uh, also, they do most of the work during the day, so you might have a hard time getting in touch with and them. And they might actually be suspects, like the like the landscapers might be in on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do whatever you want, but it's, uh, it's going to take a little while. It's not going to be like five minutes. It's not like, hey, I call them up on the phone. Okay, so I guess mm. we'll hold on to the ladder and we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm climbing up it, so... You climb up the ladder. So, mm -hmm. yep, sure enough, the ladder seems to go up to the roof. But it also looks like you can go on top of the trees that are surrounding this area or some of the... You know, the fence is 10 feet tall and these bushes are 10 feet tall as well. So, you know, you right. do need a ladder to help trim them. So well, I will, I'll just... I'll do, my, I'll do an inspection of the roof, look for anything okay. that's, that looks amiss, doesn't look right. Okay. I'm going to throw a banana up to uh, Lomang. Really? <laughs> See if he goes after it. Okay. I definitely will. <laughs> That's natural. I eat very healthy food. He needs, I don't, he I don't needs eat, his I, potassium. I don't eat food that's made by either get, uh, goblins or mimics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you not eat your out. brown paper bag? Unlike some out. people around here. You look on the roof, and the roof looks very much like the roof of the last bank you visited it appears to be very solid you don't see any wasp nests or anything else up there <laughs> uh, it seems to be in very good shape you don't see any signs of entry or break-ins or thieves tools or anything up there and there's so. no is there any like doors that would lead to the inside no you don't see anything like that it's uh it's it's completely solid it's just like a solid roof okay all right i climb down okay so you climb back down and other than the ladder you continually look around and you don't see any other ladders or any other entrances the walls all seem to be solid the bank is enormous what is it it's something like a hundred by a hundred feet. I mean, it's a, it's a big bank. <laughs> um, and he, he says, uh, as you can see, the only way I can see that they entered is through this door here. Uh, and he showed, and you're looking at all the bars 
you're like testing the bars out uh, on the windows. There's not that many windows. There's only um, about five windows. They're all like intact. Plus the windows themselves seem to be like a foot thick. So have reinforced something. So it looks like um, however they got in, they got in. And I'm sorry, who had, who, let's just go over our information. Who has a key to the store? Himself and Kolo, his stepson. Okay. I think we, we, we talked to Kolo, huh? Is Kolo nearby? Kolo is not there today. Ooh, where convenient. is Kolo today? Is this he mysteriously his... absent? Did he call in sick today? No, no. He went to the festival. He'll be back tomorrow. All right. Can we get, can we get a name and location on the landscaper? Kolo at the festival uh sure sure he gives you the information on the landscaper so i guess let's let's take the ladder as evidence and go and talk to the next bank next bank take our notes well don't forget also he says well they forget they did capture that uh goblin named quidley Uh, yeah quidley he's he's being uh held down by the token guard Oh, that's right yeah yeah they we actually have a guy that we have to interrogate i forgot about that Oh God! We have to deal with the token guard. Oh, so do we? Do we want to interrogate the? We want to gain access to the prisoner, which is, which I'm sure is going to be. There's going to be hassle. jurisdictional issues. Yeah, it's going to be freaking hassle, and then uh, hopefully get an interrogation of the captured thief. Or do we want to survey the last bank first? I think survey the last bank because maybe there's I want to more go to the captured last people. Bank. There might yeah, be let's more go, people. Let's go straight to the last bank. We'll put that. In. We'll, we'll keep it. He's on ice. Pencil it in. Yeah. Bertram's like, well, uh, uh, I hope I hope you come back uh, with any leads you might have. Uh, I'd be very curious to know well, why we were we were being robbed. I mean, they didn't take. Oh, no, don't worry. Uh, let me assure you, we are not the token guard. No, that's 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 mighty nice, mighty nice. As I said, my my, my stepson will be here tomorrow, but he he he, I trust with my life. I I know he's a good boy. There would be no way he's involved with any of this. Yeah, yeah. So he's totally involved. <laughs> so next bank? Yep, next bank. A sweeping marble facade and bold dwarven letters forged from beaten cold iron mark the entrance of stone sworn savings and loan. Large windows are evenly spaced around the entire building, each protected by an intricate iron filigree that looks even more imposing and immovable than steel bars. At the very front of the entrance, you see... A round-shouldered dwarven woman with dark hair in intricate braids. She's wearing black leather pants over stout and functional boots. Her glimmered shirt of mithril links is tucked into a thick belt clasped with a polished silver buckle. Hanging from her belt is an adamantium hammer that seems well-balanced for use as either a tool or a weapon. Mm. As it should be. She sees you approach, and she uh, says, "Oh, oh, uh, the the bank is closed, but uh, 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 you do not look like customers. Uh, are you the watch? The edge watch. S- uh, same protocol. We are, we are yes, edge watch. You know, introduce ourselves, edge watch. Here to here to investigate this uh, report of illegal uh, tunneling that might be oh, threatening oh. your business. She she raises her calloused hand and waves you up the steps, and lets you into the bank to talk. She's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. 
Uh, I've got a bit of an update on the situation. Now I know I suspected someone was doing some illegal evacuation around here. The scratching the vaults, you see. It, it turns out it was coming from the inside. I, I just couldn't see that. It was coming from inside the house? <laughs> That's right. call was coming from inside the house? That's right. It's It's a pair of spiders stepped in and out of sight. Can you believe it? I've killed a dragon in my day. I've ridden a sea serpent. Trog's beard. I once rode a mammoth through an avalanche, but never in my life did I expect to find a pair of ether spiders living in my very own vault. Near as I configured, they're trapped inside. The vault is warded by defensive runes, so it's more surprising that they slipped through in the first place than that that they couldn't get out. Anyway, I know this is a touch outside the norm, but I don't suppose I can prevail upon you to help me clear them out? Not at all. Not at all. The Edge Watch has also uh, also undertakes the responsibility of animal control within this city. We have resolved issues at a zoo, and just earlier today, wasps. Spiders, no problems. Lead, lead the way. Oh, very, very nice. Thank you. Thank you. You're so much nicer than the token gods. Yes, yes. You know, I would do it myself, but the the spiders caught me by surprise, and I'm afraid they uh, they nipped me a few times. Uh, mm. The antidote I took uh, ought to clear things up, but I'm feeling a, a smidge unsteady at the moment. You, you understand. You understand. Can I do a uh, knowledge recall on ether spiders to sort of get an advanced sense of whether we're prepared for this? Yes, yes. Uh, let's look up ether spiders. I mean, we're probably jumping in anyways, but still. Yeah, ether spiders. Yeah, you know ether spiders are. They're they're curious beasts. They shift between the ethereal plane and the material plane. And what they usually do is they stay in the ethereal plane, and they can stay there indefinitely without ill effect. And they can see within the material plane clearly while they're there. And what they usually do is they walk around the ethereal plane hunting for creatures to eat and then they pop into the material plane attack them put them into a ethereal web trap they stick them and then they literally <laughs> they actually literally grab them and go back to ethereal plane hit them with spider venom and eat them wow Oh, wow. That does right, not so sound pleasant. Maybe that changes our plans. They're interdimensional <laughs> trapdoor spiders. Uh, so Lobang uh, wow. takes the crossbow off his back, loads it, and then shoots a glance over at Dougie and sees what his reaction to that is. What? Crossbow. Yeah, crossbow crossbow locked and loaded. It's a job uh. for the crossbow. Well, she, she's walking over to you and says, well, I, I do want to tell you something. Um, as, he see, as she sees you like taking uh, all your weapons off, he says, I, I actually think uh, the spiders, they're, they're, they look like they're baby ether spiders. And I, I think they're trapped because I have all these wards in there and it doesn't allow them to get out of the material plane. It looks like they're trying to get back into the ethereal plane. But every time they try, they, they, they snap back. And mm. I, I tried to go in and see what the deal was. And they attacked me, but I think it was more out of fear than anything else. Are 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 face spiders intelligent creatures? Do they have um, a language? Yes, actually, they they're quite intelligent. In fact, what, what, what do they, they speak? only speak Oklo. 
from what I know. Oak, Oaklo, Oak, Oaklo, Oaklo. Are they evil? What the hell is Oaklo? No, 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 not at all. I think he just made that word up. All right. Well, I think then. Thank you for the thank you for the advice. Uh, I, I guess we set our phasers to stun. Yeah, we typically stun things. Always do. And uh, Oaklo is go, actually go at it. Um, is that what the abolesque? That speak? like burrowing and digging creatures or something? Yeah, serpent folk, gibbering malders, uh, kobolds, rat folk. <laughs> they, mm. they speak it. It's um, it's not uncommon. Um, she she goes on to explain. She says, "I'll, I'll bring you down. I'll show you where it is." Uh, but I, I think it's like before you try to. I, I think if you just lead them out, I, I think it, they'll just leave because uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I think they're just stuck. But um, are they? Uh, but they seem seem like a, a threat to humans, though to humanoids. Yeah, they're, they're they're bitter. I mean, they should probably be eliminated. No, no, no. If they if they if they got a language, if they speak, then they're people, and if they're people, then civil civilization applies. She goes on to explain. She says, "No, no, I I, I know of Ether spiders in my day being an adventurer, and uh, you know they're not malicious. Uh, again, I I have a feeling they're just stuck." I'll I'll give it a shot. We'll get we'll give them okay. a chance to go peacefully. I mean, if they if, yeah. if it comes to it, yeah, okay, we'll have to fight them. Like I'll try I'll try to deploy my diplomatic, charismatic skills, uh, using sign language and and, and, and nonverbal communication, and we'll and we'll see we'll see what we can do. Isn't comprehend languages written? Oh, written oh can though? we do that? Or is that just? Oh, um, I don't know. Let's see. You might be right. You might need tongues, which is my. Oh uh, yeah, it was tongues, right? Because it'll let us understand it, but not speak it. We need we need to be heard. Comprehend languages does do something though. It used to, I thought, other than writing. Or maybe we could cast it on oh, them. Oh yeah, tongues allows you to know all words regardless of language and speak it. That's level five, so you can do it. But let's see what comprehend is. Oh, comprehend language is level two. You can understand the meaning of a single language in its hearing or reading when you cast a spell. It doesn't let you understand codes. Um, metaphors. Is it, per- is it personal or can it be cast if on If the another? target can hear multiple languages and knows that, it can choose which language to understand. Otherwise, it can choose one of the languages randomly. If you do the level 3 version, you can speak it as well as understand it. So that's why you need the level 3 version. But yes. Yeah, and what, what, uh, what, what schools of magic does that cover? Is it Arcane, cover? Divine, and Occult. Arcane. I am neither of those. I'm primal. Unfortunately, I'm Arcane, but I can't. Can I use a scroll that's a higher level than me or just... Probably not. We don't know. One of the one of the traditional functions of a scroll was to allow you to use one. That's yeah, but I don't level. think I can heighten one to a scroll to, to a level that's higher than. You can buy one. Oh yeah, we buy, oh, one. buy the Yeah, it scroll. goes the other way. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I have arcane, so I could actually do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's talk to the spiders. Why what, not? How much would a third level scroll cost? Eighteen gold. We got, we got 50 from the other guy. True, that's true. Here we go. To cast a spell sure, and scroll, the spell must appear on your spell list. Because you're the one casting, you use your spell, blah, blah, blah. So, but cast it, so it's like I'm the I'm the face man because I got the, the, the diplomacy. I got plus 11 diplomacy. Yeah. So how about you cast it on me, I talk to the spiders, we see how we go. And, and if all else fails, we beat them up. Okay. I think you can cast it. I think as long as you get the scroll and you can cast it, you can cast yeah, it. Yeah, the target is one creature, so okay. Well, I mean, I I don't see it says um, yeah, it doesn't say like I mean, even though you only can cast level one spells, I think you can buy a level 
three spell on a scroll and cast it. Uh, never done I it, but I'm part of the allow part it. of the uh, thing that keeps you from abusing this is that a scroll of like twentieth level scroll would be way too expensive for a level three three character or something like that. There, traditionally, I don't know how it works in, in Pathfinder too, but traditionally, there's a, a a dramatic a chance of hilarious and dramatic failure. Uh, like the higher the level, you know, like the more disparate your abilities are from the scroll you're trying to cast. Traditionally, I'm not sure if that's also how it works in Pathfinder. It just gets incredibly expensive because like. <laughs> like the scrolls get into the thousands of, of gold pieces, you know, it's like it, they get white. They've done very good job with the balance because 18 gold, it's like, well, it's not going to break the bank, but it's not something you're going to throw away. You know, it's, it's definitely uh, something you want to use on a case like this. So you can say, we'll be right back. And you go down to scrolls are us where we have what you need. And sure enough, Comprehend languages, level three height end, where you can speak it, surprisingly common scroll, because you're in the land of Absalom, and everyone needs to There's talk to There's a lot of everyone. people from different places. So. That's right. Not hard to find at all. So 18 gold pieces later, and you got one scroll of Comprehend I'm not trying to be difficult, but I was looking at a chart that says 30 gold for a level three scroll. Actually, you're correct. It's 30 gold. I apologize. I don't know where I got 18 from. So it's 30 gold. Still, do you want to do that? We still got 50 from the other guys. I say we go for yeah, it. Yeah, and ideally, I mean, we could ask the bank if they can, comp you know, compensate some or submit it as our, on our expense sheet or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I mean, let's let's help the people. That's what we're here for. I say try it. Uh, let's try it. Oh, I know what it is. It's 18 gold if you want to find someone to cast it onto you. And it's 30 if you want the gold, if you want the scroll. That's that's. Oh, we difference. would rather cast it on us. We don't want the scroll. Well, what's the duration? Though? I think it's like an hour. So I mean, yeah, that's the. Can difference. we can that's we why. have them cast it on Gomez and save the twelve gold? Please. Oh well, uh, you don't want to go to Scrolls R Us. You want to go to Castings R Us. Yeah, they're 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 next door. So uh, uh, tell them uh, tell them Rick sent. Let's go see the Mage Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So you so you go over there and they're like, ah, uh, well. Yes, yes, yes. They all sound the same because they're all brothers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's a pretty common one. Yeah, we got lots of those. You want to uh, uh, comprehend languages? Yeah, speak. we need to yep, be able to uh, speak Aklo for a little bit. Aklo, you got it. Who Who's the lucky feller? That would be me. All right. This charming man right here. And no, I'm not going to start does. singing the Smiths. <laughs> oh, Smiths so good. Dizzity Bing, Wizzity Big. You can now speak like a fig. There you go. Now you can talk like Aklo. Have fun with that, kid. Excellent. All right, so we run back. That means you get to be right up front. Then. Yeah. That's yep, right. Yep. yep, I'm going in. I'm going I'm going in alone. Wish me luck. Wait, and I'm going for, alone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I want to have this diplomacy have the best chance. So, uh, and I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll, I'll, take I'll stay close later. because maybe I can. I mean, if it gets ugly, I can at least like blast him with color spray or well, something. And I have I have an extra I have an extra flourish I want to add to this. I happen to have personally a scroll of pest form, so I'm gonna turn myself into a spider to set them at nice. ease, and uh, as, oh as I am one of them. Wow! And uh, and talk to them like uh, like Charlotte from Charles Web. I like and it. Have a oh, can Dougie be a spider too? I only got one scroll. Oh, okay. Wow. Seth, Seth does not fool around. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah, this is not half-assed. 
Is that this full assing? This one. That, that is that is the that's, that is the power of the uh, Swiss Army knife of characters that Gomez is. Okay, so sure enough, you get to the vault door, and there are runes all around the door, and you know the the rune covered vault door is easy to open as it looks like it was unlocked, and in in there you see two ether spiders in the vault. And when you open up the door, they uh, they sort of uh, scurry back into the corner. When you open up the door, they seem to be uh, frightened of you. All right, I channel the Horta. No kill I. <laughs> no kill you. Get you home. Uh, we uh, we we make we make fix. No fear. Be friends. We help. And I and I diplomatize it up. Okay, where where are you standing exactly? Let me look at the map here. Where is this occurring? I'm all. I'm not quite sure where we are on the map. Oh, oh wow. those spiders are big. Holy. Oh yeah, and, and I'm very tiny. I'm ho- I'm hoping they're not like a cannibalistic species that preys on other spiders. That that's what that was one thought I had. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope for the best. And those are the babies. So yeah, you see these spiders, and even though they appear to be babies, they are enormous. <laughs> they um, you know, they look like spiders, only they're big, maybe you know six feet tall, and they, they seem to be trying to flicker in and out. Like you can see them trying to plane shift, but every time they do, they seem to they pop back in. You say that to them, and they they say back to you. And uh, in Aklo, they say, We leave. We try to leave. We can't leave. Help us. We, we help, we fix. We help, we fix. No fear. No fear, two legs. No fear, four, no fear, four, le- four limbs. Four limbs, uh, four limbs come in, no attack, no kill, fix problem, you leave. They walk up closer, they're like, how, how fix, how fix, can't leave. And they're like trying to flick, flickers, like, can't step, can't step. Four, four limb, use four limb magic, four limb magic, keep you here, four limb magic, let you go. We fix four limb magic, remove four limb magic, you go. They, 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 keen to, they, um, they're trying to flicker in, they say, how, how? They're trying. It's like step, not work. How? I mean, are the wards just inside this room, though, or can they just walk out the door and flicker out? We fix you. Uh, we fix you. Must lie. Must wait. Not attack. Not kill. Agree? Yes. Yes. Once you go home, step. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, let's get Basil. Basil, here, here, here. come in for a second. Uh, just to a little closer, yourself. Basil. I'll have no. I will have no weapons out. I will slowly just come right onto the inside of the door and stop there. Okay, like, like with your arcane knowledge, can you like get just a like get a get a grip on exactly what has to be done to undo what has to be done? I rolled it for you. You rolled a natural twenty. Basil says. If they step outside, they should be able to go. Right, that's exactly what I said. Oh, just uh, outside the room. You have to listen to Thank me. Thank you, Basil. Every time. Thank you, Basil. Okay, so yeah, so I point uh, to the door okay, right okay, outside so, the door. So I tell them say, we 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 find problem. Room no good. Next room. N- next room. Exit. Next room. Leave. We leave room. You go home. Basil discovers problem. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and guys, get out of this room you. and get into the other room, yeah, and I'll I, lead I, them I, out. I, I, I know. I've been. I've been had known that. So sure enough, the spider walks through the door, and as it goes through the runes, it, it kind of shivers. And uh, the first spider 
literally just poof disappears and uh, steps into the ethereal plane. Yeah, uh, and and I say to the second second, see, yeah, uh, see, uh, uh, sibling uh, like broodmate, broodmate free, you be free. You promise us though, in thanks for saving you, no kill for limb, no kill for limb, no come back. Basil Agree? saves you. They say yes, yes, yes. They're very excited. The other one actually pops back in and says, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, big limbs, thank you." creatures thank you and then they uh you're it, welcome it pops back out hey remember remember no more kill four limb no more eat four limb four limb not food good luck unless it's a cow okay so the uh the spiders they they, they came out and they they literally disappear back into the ether yay right. we win we win diplomacy for the win diplomacy for the win checking the room for spiders stop <laughs> stop, Dougie. Stop, Gomez. Gomez, you're a spider still? What are you? Did you use that little I'm, I'm actually kind of grooving on being a spider. I, okay, I am cool. actually still a spider. So, there, Gomez, Basil, Loman, what are you doing? Uh, I bet there's treasure in that room. Yeah, the mall, the mall <laughs> well, is out. It's fault. It's not our treasure. <laughs> right, I know. I know. For the moment, staying where I am just in case they... Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about them coming back, so... Yeah, my honestly, mall is I wasn't going to go anywhere for I'm standing for in the bit. doorway right there. I stand in the doorway looking over there. As you stand in the doorway, you hear, or Gomez hears, a scream as a creature suddenly appears in front of you. Oh, no. Oh, no. It would have been nice if these guys had told us about this creature. This four-armed, warmongering monstrosity that seems to have tentacles for hairs and mandibles for mouths. It has, in two of its hands, scimitars, in one of its hands, a longbow, and in the other hand, a shield. No. This, you know, is a zill. They hunt spiders from the ethereal plane. Oh, we took away his quarry, huh? Uh Uh-huh. And then as he comes in, he says loudly, and the only one who can understand is Gomez. He seems to be absolutely furious. He says, how dare you let my prey go? I've been hunting those spiders for days now. I'll eat you instead. <laughs> oh, shit. For I absolutely want to remember the speech uh, given to Go- Gozer to Gozerian. Uh, like <laughs> empowered by the city, state, uh, and municipality of New York, <laughs> please exit to please exit from this plane to nearest the nearest, convenient. Convenient. nearest <laughs> the most convenient uh, <laughs> yeah, plane yeah, of origin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's got four arms. Yes. Oh my god. That's, that's uh, maybe I shouldn't have told him to not kill four arms. I think maybe <laughs> killing <laughs> four this four arms is a great idea, and he should do it more. <laughs> and now you realize, wow, these spiders were running away from this thing, and. They were, uh, yeah. I love the fact that I'm still a spider too. Uh, <laughs> you are in big trouble because you have a, like a, um, you are you have vulnerability five to any damage. That's terrible. Uh, so you better, uh, I better you better de spider. You better de spider. But are you quick. a real spider? Or are you just the uh, the glamour oh, he's a spider. About spider? No, he's a spider. He's a tiny little spider. Oh my gosh! He's mad at you. Still, he's not yeah, mad says, at the rest of it us. It says you transform into the battle form of a tiny animal, such as a cat, insect, lizard, or rat. 
Uh, you can decide to specifically animal, but this has no effect on the form size statistics. Uh, while in this form, you gain the animal trait, and I can dispel. You gain the following statistic abilities: uh, AC 15 plus your level. Ignore armor check penalties. Speed reduction. Speed 10. Uh, weakness 5 to physical damage. Low light vision. Uh, imprecise scent 30 feet. Acrobatics and stealth modifiers. I think your armor class you, is actually yeah. higher, though. Yeah, it's my armor class, higher, is, armor class is, is higher, but if I get hit, it's worse. Other than that, I kind of like being a spider. Because wasn't your armor class like 12 or 13 or something? Or... Can you cast spells? As a yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. say you can't. Oh, wow. I could run and hide, though. Man, my stealth matter is plus 10. You may assume you may assume an expeditious yeah. inspection will be happening yeah, fairly uh, soon after we restart. Uh, you're, you're, you're hiding from a spider hunter. It's crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, this version this version does not have uh, stealth trained. Unfortunately, so, but, but the plus ten it doesn't suck. He's got two scimitars, a shield. Uh, most, more importantly, where is the nearest exit? <laughs> <laughs> well, shut Mag, the door! Shut the door before he shut runs. the door of the vault, and then so we can all flee. Then, try we'll trap some, the then we'll need some more FBI guys. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> exactly. That's an option. I right? know. If he has a shield, then he has a shield that can break. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.